Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm excited to be back another week here on Viz Radio Asheville. As always, I want to thank the listeners and Matt Matan for creating this amazing show, and of course, the listeners for sticking with me for my first year here on Viz Radio Asheville. And I'm super excited for today's guest. So today's guest is a coaching client of mine from, of course, Mountain BizWorks. I'm always plugging Mountain BizWorks. And she's also a participant in their Catalyst Cohort Program that is aimed to assist minority business owners grow their business. So definitely check out mountainbizworks.org. And she is the owner of Buggy Pops, my favorite popsicle company that I haven't even had it yet, but it's already my favorite. And it's handmade gourmet and crafted popsicles. So without further ado, I'd love to welcome Miss Naomi Negron. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! So Naomi, tell the listeners, as we always do on the show here, about you, where are you from, and how you made your way to Western North Carolina, because we just always assume no one's from Asheville. I don't think anybody is. If if you are, then I call you a unicorn. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You're definitely one of a kind. I am definitely not from Asheville, and I consider myself being from New Jersey, even though I have officially not lived in New Jersey for more than half my life, but that's where I grew up. So that's where I consider myself to be from. But I have lived in many places, uh, New York, Connecticut, Florida, um, the, Florida, the, the hot New Jersey. <laughs> it is the hot New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened was my child, um, who is the buggy in Buggy Pops, even though many people think it's because it's a cart that it's a buggy, but actually the name comes from my child whose nickname has been Buggy since the day I found out I was having a baby. Oh, how old is this baby now? She just turned 13 a few days ago. Oh my gosh! I know. 13 year old. Who who can believe I'm responsible enough to own a business (laughs) and be the mother of a teenager all at once? Oh, I'm so proud of you. Anyway, it was time to get her some grass. So we left the tri-state area and we were looking for a better quality of life. And Asheville hit the most marks. Awesome. So how long have you been in Asheville now? 
Oh man, it's starting to feel like too long, but <laughs> it's been, it's going to be uh, May 5th um, will officially be seven years. Uh, wow. It was Cinco de Mayo, so we celebrate Cinco de Mayo a little differently. That's cool. And just so you know, after you're here, double digits, so 10 years, you're from Asheville. So just know, oh. three more years. I'm getting so close. Let's see yes. what happens. This town, you know, the thing about this town, it'll eat you up and chew you out if it wants to. So <laughs> we'll see if I can survive the 10. No, not Asheville, maybe Jersey. Asheville, we're kind. We'll give you a sweet rub and we'll say, you know, bless your heart and we'll be kind about it. But yeah. Sounds good. We'll find <laughs> out. I hope to I hope to be back on the show in three years and say, look, I made it. Yes. Oh, you'll be on the show numerous times before then. But tell us about Buggy Pops. I love that you named it after your daughter, which is amazing. But how long have you been in existence? What's your, I love your story, which people can find on the site. But for those that don't know anything about Buggy Pops, tell us about it. Well, what happened was I was living here in Asheville, North Carolina. And to be honest, I'm just not a winter person. Gotcha. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not a winter person. So I, I moved to Florida for a winter to kind of figure out what was the next step. And there is a wonderful popsicle company there called Hippo. And I was eating it every day. And I started to think instead of spending $6 every day, I could probably make these at home. Uh -huh. And I sure as heck was able to. So I started making popsicles and giving them to my neighbors in Florida. And they started to say, oh, Hippo has competition. I've never seen them as competition. They are definitely um, someone that I admire and respect. So there's no competition. They're, 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 they're kind of where many people would like to be. Anyway, I decided that I would come back to Asheville and start a popsicle business and operate seasonally in order to have my cake and eat it too, which was be able to be here during the warmest of the seasons and have, you know, a booming business, hopefully, mm -hmm. and then be able to still not have to be here in the winter. I love and, that. That's, that's actually pretty genius. Uh, well, you'd think so, but now <laughs> as the business is growing, it is, uh, forcing me to be here a little bit more into the colder days in order to prepare for the busy season. Well, that's a good problem to have. So when did this start? When did you actually have your first sale? Like when will you consider Buggy Pops in existence for the first time? Ooh, well, I LLC'd at the end of 2019, but I didn't sell my first Popsicle until February 2020, a month before COVID. Oh my goodness. You're like the 10th person on the show that either moved here right before COVID, started a business right before COVID, and guess what? They're all successful. But I think COVID was the best thing that could have happened to the business mm -hmm. um, because we started from the bottom. There was nowhere else to go but up. If we, if we didn't do it better than through COVID, I just don't think it was meant to be. I love that perspective because some people totally look at it as the opposite, and I agree with you. Um, with my business starting maybe about two years before COVID, that's when I really started to see the boom. And it's kind of like the saying, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. If you can make it during COVID, 
then you, you can, sure make, it can make it anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So who are your clients and where can we buy your products? And, you know, I had reached out to you just last night about my son's school. So do you go to schools or corporate offices or private parties or festivals? Give us the deets where we can find you. All of it. Luckily, everyone likes popsicles. Yes. And they have a great place in many places. So we go to breweries. We go to farmers markets schools, corporate events, weddings, private parties. We will bring our carts to you. We will drop off popsicles to you. We will cater your kids' uh, fourth grade graduation. Um, Anywhere, you know, from smaller events to very large events. We're very lucky to also be participating in things such as downtown after five in downtown Asheville this summer. That's awesome. That's great. And of course, I mentioned in your intro that I met you through Mountain Biz Works and the Catalyst Cohort Program. So I do want to talk about that a little bit because uh, I'm finding more and more people are gravitating to a lot of these programs, which is great. That's the point. And especially people of color, women-owned businesses. So I'm always curious to know, how did you find out about the Catalyst Cohort Program? And then can you tell the listeners about your experience and a little bit about the program if they don't know anything about it? I found the program through reading AVL Today, which I think many of us get that email every morning and take a look at it. Mm-hmm. And it I clicked on it and it just kind of hit the marks of what I was looking for at the moment, really trying to grow my business and get some clarity on many of the things that most of us don't know. And there's no real handbook and nobody tells you what the difference between a bookkeeper and an accountant is. Right. And that's where Mountain BizWorks really came in and was able to assist me and connect me with a wonderful person like you. Oh, um, turns out that I had an accountant. I just didn't have a bookkeeper and I yeah. didn't know the difference. Um, and now I do, which I'm extremely grateful for. Mountain BizWorks is really there, not really to just hold your hand in a way that is coddling you, but in a way to empower you. And mm-hmm. they are just absolutely one, uh, a wonderful organization with wonderful human beings, whether it's in-house or the people they contract to help other businesses, but it really is the epitome of small business community. I love hearing that because I, of course, always plug it as a teacher, a facilitator for the financial tool series, but I love hearing the feedback from participants and I've never heard anybody say, oh, well, you know, it was okay. You know, my experience is always like, wow, I learned so much. And what I like what Mountain BizWorks does is you're always in groups with your peers. So a lot of times you feel like, oh, that's a stupid question. And there's like 15 other people like, nope, we have the same question, you know, like, or everyone's supportive of each other. So that's great to hear that feedback. I also think that it takes away some of the competition that people create from looking at social media and things of the sort. It feels like there is this sense of community and we're all helping each other out. I find myself referring people um, that I know through Mountain BizWorks, even if it is other food or small, mm-hmm. you know, dessert businesses, we're able to help each other out. So I think one thing that is difficult as a business owner is this idea of competition over community. And Mountain BizWorks takes that part out, which is really wonderful. 
And I'm so glad that you said that because we talk about that all the time here on Biz Radio Asheville. It's like we support everybody. And it's so disheartening when I do hear people saying, well, I don't have anybody in my industry that I could talk to about pricing or marketing and things of that sort that might be specific to their industry because they had a bad experience with one person saying, well, you're my competition. And just like you said with Hippo down in Florida, we're not competition. It's like we're peers. Like I appreciate what you're doing. You're leading the way. You have your hardcore supporters. But at the same time, there's so much room in the market for when, everyone to live. When I first started this business and I walked into my commercial kitchen space with the idea that I was going to be catering to weddings and only weddings. I don't know where I made up this decision, where this decision came from. There was someone in my kitchen space that also does desserts for weddings. And mm -hmm. I said, oh, gosh, I, I feel weird. You know, we're, we're both kind of going after the same people. And she said something to me, um, Alexis from Layered by Lex. Check her out if you get a chance. She said something to me that has rung true time and time again, which is there is enough business in this town for everybody. Absolutely. And it's so true. And thankfully, I've been supported by a lot of other CPAs that are like, oh, we want to refer people to you or this isn't what I do. So I'm glad to hear that someone in your industry embraced you and said that. And that's so good to hear early on in your career because that will shape you, too, as a business owner. Absolutely, because you're going to keep bringing that to other people and just that's how you kind of pay it forward. Absolutely. So I want to dig into some of these amazing flavors that you currently have. I'm on BuggyPops.com and I see coconut cinnamon, strawberry lemonade, Vietnamese iced coffee. All of my friends know one of my best friends is Vietnamese. So I think I'm honorary Vietnamese. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that. Cookies and cream, mango, pineapple, banana pudding. Tell us about how you came up with these flavors and tell us like, what are your top sellers? Because everything looks amazing. Well, we've tried many things that have worked and many things that have not worked. And I think that as things keep happening and we keep trying flavors, there seem to be just a few that are always being asked for. The coconut cinnamon is actually the reason I started this business. I ate a popsicle that reminded me of being a little kid and going to visit my grandmother in Puerto Rico. And this popsicle really in, embodies that nostalgia. Wow. So, I guess I have to pause on that, Naomi, because that's so that's so deep. Like now I'm a mom of a soon to be seven year old, so I'm catching up to you. But I didn't realize until I was a mother how much stuff from your childhood it can happen just once and you'll remember it for the rest of your life and how important it is to invest and advocate for your children and be involved in your child's life. So for you to just to remember a flavor from, I'm assuming over 20, 30 years ago, it's like, wow. I mean, 35 years ago, um, because I was, I was only nine when my grandma died. Man. So that means I remember a flavor from at least 35 years ago. So, you know, and this is why I always say there, everyone says there's five food languages. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. five love languages. But I think there's a six and that's food. Yes. Yeah. Well, coconut cinnamon, I'm gonna have to make sure I try that now that you said that. But yes, tell us about so that's how it started for you was coconut cinnamon. That's how it started. And really, the flavor combinations come from many places. Just, you know, something like banana pudding, which is as Southern as Southern gets, in my oh opinion. Oh, my gosh, yes. 
and we put Nilla wafers in it, um, key lime pie, we put some um, graham crackers in it. We, we really have tried lots of different things. Um, I also tried to pay tribute to my dad by making a papaya milkshake popsicle, but it wasn't that popular and that's okay. Yeah. Well, I love that you're adding these wafers and I also see you have strawberry mint. And I mean, everything is just so delicious looking. I love the pictures. Everything on your site is outstanding. So we'll definitely have you plug all your social media when we get to the end of the show. But one thing I definitely wanted to ask you, I ask all the guests when they're on, just different tips and jewels for the listeners. And my question to you, Naomi, is what would you say you wish you knew at the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey that you know now that you could advise others listening that might just be starting off on their journey? If I knew then what I know now, I would say, throw the business plan out the window <laughs> and, <laughs> and just listen to your gut. There's nothing stronger than your gut. Mm, dig into that a little bit. So what was it in the beginning that you were like so focused on, but then when what was it that was in your gut that you were like, I should have just did this the whole time? Well, from the very beginning, I thought I was just going to focus on events, on events, on events. And like I said, I have no idea where I thought that, where that idea came from. But really, what I have learned through participating in farmers markets, mostly farmers markets, is getting to know the people who really support the business, yep. which are the locals. Yep. I mean, people come from out of town and they buy popsicles. And I am so grateful for those people as well. But the ones that continue to talk about the popsicles and talk about the experience that they have and keep coming back are the locals. Yes. And with the events, I probably wasn't going to reach out to as many locals as I do now. So it really has taught me that, I mean, plus COVID, that uh -huh. you can throw the business plan out the window. And if you follow your gut, you will be successful. You don't have to follow some corporate jargon that says you have to have this P&L and keep an inventory list and all uh -huh. that. You, you kind of know what works and what doesn't. And if you follow your gut, I think you'll be happier than trying to please the numbers. Ooh, drop the mic, Naomi. Yes. And you're right. I'm a CPA. I have all these years of experience. I had no business plan either. It was kind of just like, okay, I like doing accounting, but I wasn't liking being in corporate anymore. How do I reach people? And just like you said, you kind of stick with your gut. In the beginning, everyone kept telling me do tax. I didn't really want to do tax, but I tried it for two tax seasons, hated it. And I, now sticking to my gut, I'm working with small business owners like yourself. I'm working with nonprofits. I'm doing things where it's helping the community, which I've heard you say too. And I think it is very important when you are a business owner that you're aware of what's going on in your community and you're hearing your people because in those conversations, you might find out that there's areas that are being discriminated against and you might want to help. You'll be surprised how you can bridge people with food. It's amazing. So last year I participated in a chow chow event, the um, LGBTQ pride brunch. And it was such a powerful and wonderful event. And it allowed me to learn more about youth outright here in town, which is a local nonprofit that helps in many ways the youth of the LGBTQ community. And 
I never thought that my popsicles, I mean, like I said, I started this business in order to have winters off, but <laughs> I made a rainbow popsicle that I was able to sell and donate all of the money to youth outright. Wow. And I'm not tooting my horn in any way. What I'm saying is that I never in my wildest dreams thought that I could start a business that would allow to put money in the, you know, in the hands of people that are making this kind of difference. And in order to, and it, being able to be a bridge to that really is like the best feeling I could ever have. Absolutely. Well, Naomi, I'm so proud of you. We're already to the end of the show, just like that. So I would love for you to promote like your social media, your website, how we can find you, support you. And just I'm ready to get one of these buggy pops. So let us know. Thank you so much for having me. The easiest way to find us, we're keeping it simple. It's either our website at www.buggypops.com. There's a big uh, button. You can click find us on there in order to see where we're going to be. And we keep that calendar updated. And the other place is Instagram. Not only do you get to see what I'm working on, what flavors we have, where we are, but also everywhere else I'm eating around town. Ooh, I love that. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And I'm so thankful that we crossed paths and hopefully we'll be able to have some business at my son's school at Asheville Pisgah Christian School. Got to give that plug. <clears throat> but I just love what you're doing. And I love how your buggy pops is actually probably bridging some gaps and making a difference in the community more than you thought ever would. So thank you for that so much. We so appreciate you. And I just want to thank the listeners for tuning in as always. And remember, I have a new time, which is Wednesdays at 11 a.m. And you can stay connected to all things Biz Radio on bizradioashville.com. Thank you again, Naomi. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.